local community 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Good morning. Happy Tuesday, September 5th. We are in full swing into the month of September. Hope you had an exciting Labor Day weekend. I'm your host, Kimberly Perot. Joining us out in the field is Mark Sassy. We love it when Mark is out and about telling us all about the things that are happening in the community. We'll be looking at the Fly Fishing Report, Covered Bridge, their latest and greatest, and then an exciting conversation with a women's mountain biking clothing line called Peppermint. So stay tuned. Good Morning Vale starts now. Hey, good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Good Morning Vale. Uh, I'm Mark Sassy. I'm down here live at Minturn Anglers in Minturn. I'm going to be coming from you to the show today with Kim from the Minturn area. And uh, we'll talk about that weather. It was 34 degrees when I drove in first thing this morning. We have this great high-pressure system kind of bringing sunshine all around Eagle County and all around Colorado out to the west. Pretty mild temperatures, too, believe it or not. We're going to see... You know, we'll get up from this 34 degrees in Minturn by 8 o'clock. We'll be about 49 degrees in Vail at about 8 o'clock this morning. We're going to see those high temperatures, though, lingering in in the low to mid-70s throughout the daytime. So it's going to be a, a great time to be kind of here to enjoy all the activities that we have to offer in Vail. And it's not going to be too hot. We're going to see winds out of the west-northwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour and bright sunny skies all day long. Looking at that hourly forecast... 49 around 8 o'clock, 61 around noon, and we'll see 72 about 4 p.m. And we'll have sunshine all day long. Your I-70 drive, 79, so not even quite 80 degrees down in Denver. Sunny in Denver, 74 for Vail, 74 for Avon, 78 for Eagle. And we'll see sunshine all around Colorado. Tonight we'll see a low of about 48 degrees, and we're going to see clear skies this evening. And then jumping ahead, giving you a look at that five-day forecast, Wednesday, 80 degrees in Vail with sunshine. For Thursday, 79 and sunny skies. 80 for Friday, 80 for Saturday, and 77 for Sunday. Partly cloudy skies on Sunday. So there's no, there's no precipitation in the forecast as of now. And I think uh, we're just going to have bright sunshine. Temperatures pretty mild in the 70s all the way through this coming weekend. And speaking about this coming weekend, I want to talk about a great event coming our way once again. It's the annual Vale and Lion's Head Oktoberfest celebrations. Now, we just had Beaver Creek's Oktoberfest this past weekend, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Lion's Head will be this weekend taking over the ice rink area where they do Vale Jazz, and that's going to be on Friday the 8th, the 9th, and the 10th this coming up weekend, and Vale will be the following weekend after that, the 15th, the 16th, and the 17th, right on Gore Creek Drive. And uh, the Lion's Head and the Vale Oktoberfest 
kick off. We're going to kick off about, uh, I think, around noon on Friday is when we're going to let the beverages start to flow. Opening ceremonies will be at 6 o'clock on Friday in Lion's Head. But there's going to be music throughout the daytime. Helmut Fricker and the Rhinelanders will be performing from 4 o'clock until 6 o'clock. They'll be performing again until 7 o'clock that night. Then we have our first competition of the weekend, the Stein lifting competition. And then we're going to wrap it up at 7.30 with a band called the Polka Nuts. And then Saturday gets going at noon. Sunday gets going at noon. And it's a, a heavily weighted competition weekend with lots of music, lots of celebrations, lots of great bratwurst. Uh, I think our our Polidori is the sponsor for our bratwurst over the course of the weekend. And Spaten Beer is going to be the beer sponsor for the weekend. They are one of the only beers brewed within the city limits of Munich. So it's one of the official beers for the Munich Oktoberfest. And we've got the keg bowling competitions, which is something that if you're going to make it for one event, that's the one you want to come and watch. The Bratwurst Eating is another spectacular event. Men's and ladies competitions. Stein lifting, Bavarian costume contests. And then Saturday night, we have a local band called Rewind performing. And then Sunday evening, to wrap it up, the Polka Nuts will return. But you can go to veiloctoberfest.com for more information. We're going to take a quick break from uh, the 34-degree weather here in Minturn. And then when we come back, we're going to introduce you to a spectacular women's-specific mountain biking clothing line. We'll be right back. Here at Sun & Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun & Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vail from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vail.com.
Thank you for watching Good Morning Vale. Have an amazing day. Get on out there, soak up that sunshine. We'll see you tomorrow right here for more Good Morning Vale. Bye, everyone. Hi, I'm Gretchen Fleshaw. You might recognize me from the Glitz and Glam with Gretchen. Maybe you hear my voice on the radio from time to time or see me out at a concert or two. I love concerts. If you see me out, the long mermaid hair, I'm almost six foot tall, it's hard to miss. Come and say hi, give me a high five and make sure to watch me right here on TV8. Welcome back to this Tuesday morning edition, the first Tuesday in September here on Good Morning Vale. Now we had an exciting conversation with the brand ambassadors and marketing director of the women's cycling brand, Peppermint. Let's have a look at that conversation and hear all that they have to offer. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm Liz. It's Good Morning Vale on a Saturday morning, and I am surrounded by beauty, and I love it because beauty combined with athleticism is such a great thing, especially these days. We like to get outside. We like to feel like empowered women, and I'm surrounded by some seriously empowered women, and this is a wonderful brand. It's called Peppermint, and I have the main sales lady right here, Annie DeWaters. She is the general sales rep for the entire company, and I think that this is such a wonderful product. I went online last night to check out the entire line, and it was just super, super incredible. Next to Annie is Celia, and you are an amazing mountain bike, and we want to find out a little bit more about you going into maybe pros. And then behind me, we have Kelly and Ashley, who are also wearing some of the wonderful, wonderful products that Peppermint has to offer. I'm going to turn it right now to you, Annie, and tell us all about this amazing product and why it's so great for the women here in Colorado. Well, thanks, Liz. So Peppermint Cycling Apparel is a woman-specific designed apparel brand specifically designed for women nice. to empower women, to boost their confidence, to make us feel cute and fierce on the bike. At the same time, off the bike as well, because we have several collections. We have a road collection, we have a gravel collection, we have a mountain bike collection, and then we have an OTB off the bike collection for casual, leisure wear. If you're at the taco trucks or hanging around your cars afterwards in the parking lot, having some beers mm -hmm. and refreshments and talking about and being excited about your rides. Now, what is a gravel collection? You know, I caught that in your whole little lineup of different collections. Is that riding bikes on gravel? Yeah, so gravel riding is uh, kind of a newbie to the scene with biking, but is growing very, very fast, and a lot of people are encompassing it. And gravel riding is essentially a differentiation of a road bike, except you're riding on gravel roads or wider single-track trails, um, so you're able to take your bike off-road a little bit more so if you're not mountain biking or if you don't have a road bike. So it just makes biking a little bit more accessible with a different type of bike. Okay. Uh, but it's been a very exciting category of biking that a lot of people have been really, really excited to get into. And there has been a lot of gravel races around the U.S. So it's gaining popularity uh every year i'm just impressed because if i hit a rock on the bike i'm off <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so that's not my forte or anything like that that's celia's forte i was gonna say celia that sounds like something you could pull off you're adorable and all three ladies are the ambassadors of this brand peppermint and i mean you guys are just so beautiful and i love the fact that you're athletic and you do your thing 
Tell me what you do on the bike out there. Now, you're almost going pro. You've already done some pro racing. Yeah, so I race in the pro category um, for both downhill and enduro. So downhill racing is basically like one very fast, kind of like Oof. a ski race. Like um, It's on the mountain typically with a chairlift and all of that. And, you know, three to five minute runs, like you just get one run, one shot at it. So you got to go as fast as you can. Um, what is the angle you're going at? She's being modest. She yeah. goes 60 miles an hour, hopping <laughs> off rock jumps. What? Um, you know, treacherous tight turns, going as fast as I can. Oh, it's insane. If you watch the videos, <laughs> your heart will stop. Oh, my God. My heart stopped just now. Are yeah, you kidding me? So that's amazing. Yeah, it's just so fun. And there's, like, rock gardens and pretty big jumps and drops. Trees and is obstacles. Yes, there are lots of <laughs> obstacles. <laughs> kind of like skiing. You're looking for trees, moguls are the rocks, and yeah, all that yeah. other great stuff. Now, yeah. you wear the apparel. How comfortable is peppermint apparel for you when you're doing the insane things you're doing on a bike? It's been amazing. Um, this is my first year wearing the gear, and I've been super happy. Uh, my favorite thing, personally, is the pocket situation. Oh. Like, <laughs> there are so many good pockets, yeah. and that's something that's really hard to find in mountain bike gear. Um, so that's been great, and just the durability and comfort. And people love it. I've never had so many questions about, like, what are you wearing? What brand is that? Nice. Everything, because everyone, all the girls, you know, there's not that much stuff made just for girls, especially mm -mm. in the mountain bike scene. And um, the fit is better than any women-specific um, clothing that I've ever worn, for sure. That's incredible. So it looks like it's breathable and flexible, which I think you guys all need to have to be able to move and bend. And <laughs> I don't know if you fall or not, but um, it's, it's just... It's premium uh, fabric. And I mean, made feeling in this amazing fabric is just incredible. Yeah. It looks comfortable, but it looks super durable. Yeah, it is. It, it's breathable. It's technical. It's fashionable. I mean, that's the whole purpose of why Peppermint now. came about is because we wanted to build that confidence of women. Mm -hmm. Because let's face it, if you're comfortable and you have a chamois that fits you well, and you feel fierce and cute on the bike, you're going to ride stronger, you're going to ride better, sure. and you're going to be more likely to go riding your bike a lot more often than looking at it in the corner collecting dust and getting down on yourself every day and saying, oh, I should get back on my bike, I should go biking again. So it gets you excited for biking It, it really does. It's weird how clothing can, you're yeah. looking at like, oh, I just want to put that on, so I'm going to go get my yeah. bike and do it. Yeah. Oh, you've, you just, you feel so much better about yourself. You do. It's just a, it, mm. I don't know if it's just a female thing or it's just a generational thing or whatever it is, but it's I know that I've always felt thing. good and better about what I'm doing if I, if I feel a little styled out. Oh, yeah. And why not? I mean, why as, not? as tough as athletes as we are, why wouldn't we want to look good mm -hmm. and feel good and have Absolutely. the most comfortable technical clothing yeah. in those sports? Athletic women, I find, are super sexy, super wonderful, mm -hmm. super fabulous. And there's something about seeing the soft softness but then the muscles and just yeah it shows that you really care about yourselves and it shows that you're working well, out and you're doing your thing the name of peppermint because it's sweet and spicy at the same time oh i yeah. love that that's mm -hmm. super cool I, I could say that i can't wait to look at some of the clothing because i'm just looking at them sitting down and the fabric just feels really good and it just looks 
very durable and like I said, I like clothing that you can just stretch out in and just be comfortable in. So yeah, that's it feels what this like is second about. skin and you're not fidgeting right. and pulling at your stuff sure. and feeling uncomfortable or having pain while you're right. riding. Yes. Uh, we specifically specifically design all of our pieces for every end use on the bike and off the bike. That's so nice. So that it's constant comfort and you just don't even give a second thought to what you're wearing. Wow. Until someone comes up and grabs you and they're like, that's Ooh. really cute. What are you yeah. wearing? I yeah. mean, the fabric feels so good. I'm petting her right yeah. now. It just feels incredible. This is like sturdy problem. but gorgeous. <laughs> and you guys look so adorable. I can't wait to show up and you can talk about yeah. what everybody's wearing, how they can get it, and all the other good stuff. Now, yeah. it, mountain bike seems seasonal. It's not, actually. It's and not. Celia can attest to that. All right, talk well to me about that. Kelly and Ashley, because they are mountain bikers and road bike riders. Okay, so how does it happen? What do you do over the winter? So, I mean, I ski a little bit for sure, but... Um, you look like a bad... It's not... You know what? <laughs> a bad... <laughs> I, I did grow up ski racing, but, you know, now that we're much more on the bike side of things, um, for me personally, living here in Avon, it's pretty easy to get out to, like, Grand Junction, oh. um, Fruta, yeah, Colorado Springs, even down on the Front no. Range, um, just depending on the snow. But it's not far to get to where you can still ride bikes, especially like Moab being as close as it is. Right, you can true. ride there all year. Oh, nice. And so that is something that I found amazing about Avon that I didn't anticipate when I originally moved here. Um, but, yeah. Mm. Pretty close to Arizona, too. You can go down and train yeah. in Arizona and Texas. And I was in Sedona, but, like, in March. And, um, you know, I travel a decent amount for racing. But, yeah, even if you're not flying anywhere, it's pretty easy to get to places where you can ride. That's good to know because some people who are enthusiasts want to do it all year round. They don't want to stop because of snow. So this is great to know. Mm -hmm. So Peppermint is all year round. You guys, check out Peppermint, the, defini the definition of biking and beauty at the same time. We're going to be back and we're going to show you these outfits up close and personal so you can see what you like and go online and get something for yourself while you do a biking experience and looking fabulous at the same time. It's Good Morning Vale. We'll be right back. Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Hi, I'm Cece Zach. On today's episode of Good Day Vale, I am thrilled to have Kim Langmaid, who is the town of Vale's mayor, amongst many other community roles that she has within the town. So this is an episode you can't miss because you will learn about how to get involved in the community from our mayor of Vale, Kim Langmaid. <laughs> 
I think it's really recognizing that we have this um, base community here that's committed to being here, loves the quality of life, makes many sacrifices in order to be here and have that quality of life. But uh, we want to make sure that they have an ability to experience all the great things we're offering our guests. So we need to make sure we have great housing, much more uh, local housing, good transportation um, that is affordable, easy to get to work, excellent child care services. And right now, we're just not meeting the mark on all of those. So I think collaborating regionally up and down the valley, it's happening. It's just taking a while to put uh, find the places and and put the resources there that that are needed. But we're getting there. We're making progress. Welcome aboard. Bobby Laurie and Nikki Noya have your ticket to everything you need for an on-the-go lifestyle. Grab your boarding pass. It's time to jet set. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. Hey everybody, welcome back to our uh, September the 5th, our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vale. I'll give you a look around. I'm live over here in Minturn first thing this morning. The infamous, famous Minturn. Here's a fly shop. There's Ben Gruner, one of our guides. We're going to interview him real quick for a fly fishing report. Just so you all know, the Minturn Saloon that's been uh, in the middle of a remodel for, you know, quite some time is going to be opening very soon. We're all excited about that. We'll keep you updated. Weather for the day. Uh, it was 34 degrees here first thing. We're warming up a little bit. We're probably about 44 degrees, maybe 45 degrees. We're going to see about 49 degrees at 8 o'clock this morning in Vail. A little bit cooler here in the shade, but once the sun comes out, it warms up quickly. But it's going to be a pretty mild day. We're going to see temperatures about 74 degrees. That'll be the high temperature in Vail and pretty similar to what we're going to see in Avon. Your hourly forecast, you can see sunshine pretty much all day long. Um, so put your sunscreen on, apply it liberally and apply it often 74 for denver today i'm sorry 79 74 for vale 74 for avon and 78 for eagle and we're going to see bright sunshine all around colorado tonight we'll see a low of about 48 degrees clear skies and then for wednesday 80 and sunny for thursday 79 and sunny and for the kickoff to lion's head oktoberfest on friday we'll see a high of 80 degrees and sunshine for Saturday, 80 degrees and mostly sunny skies. And then for Sunday, we'll see 77 for the high temperature in Vail with partly cloudy skies. So it's going to be a nice week here around Eagle County. It definitely feels like early September, cool mornings, pretty mild days and bright blue skies and really a great time to be in Eagle County. Ben and I have got your fly fishing report from Minturn Anglers coming up next. All right, Ben Gruner, everybody. Hey, guys. How are you? You're going to use my mic right here. Do you hear it? Yep. Okay, we're going to go like this. Yeah, cool. Hey, Ben. Hey, how are you? So uh, what time was it this morning? I'm like, 
5.30, quarter of 6, I sent Ben a text. I said, I'm doing the show from the shop today. And you have a trip going out at what, 8? At 8, yeah. 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 Ben's one of my senior guides, one of my senior, definitely a senior wig guide. You float a bunch too, though. You've done both. Oh, a ton, yeah. I love it both. Let's, uh, let's give everybody an update on what's happening with, I mean, we had a lot of snow this past winter. We yeah. saw... It took us longer to get into kind of the zone of where we needed to be for the fishing to get really good. But where yeah. are we at right now? Like, what's happening on the river? I mean, it, once that water came down and, and that snowpack uh, kind of reduced, it, it was an incredible summer. Um, right? Yeah, we had a blast. Uh, you know, the month, month of July, uh, once it came down, perfect. And it's just, it's been getting better and better from there. A little bit of a lull uh, come the past two weeks, but man, I can feel that water coming down uh, temperature-wise. We're having oh, those cool awesome. mornings, and I can feel it buzzing. I mean, those fish are starting to move around a little bit more, <laughs> yeah. and I'm excited. And so. you know, and what that means, so when, when Ben talks about the fish moving around, like they're getting out of their summer lethargy because of the water temps, they know that they're thinking probably the water temps are getting cooler. Something's right around the corner once again. Yeah. So they're going to start getting feisty. They're going to start feeding a lot more. Um, bug, the bugs that the fish are feeding on, though, we've seen a shift in that. Yeah. Level. We were going smaller, would you say? Oh, yeah, we're going really small. Yeah. Um, you know, July, nice and big. Uh, early, early August, maybe a little bit big, and now we're looking really small. My favorite time of year. I love tying tiny bugs, and because uh, <laughs> you can I, tie twenty of them in five minutes. Exactly. It's it's it's, it's, it's a guy's best friend. Yeah. So, uh, really excited for tiny bug season and excited for them to start spawning. What do you uh, recommend for people if they're going to go out and go fish on their own if they didn't if they're not going to go with a guide? Are we looking still at like uh, using a hopper as an indicator, a hopper dropper? Or would you go something different? What do you recommend? You know, given this time of year, those fish are kind of smart, right? So I like hopper dropper because it makes it a little bit more stealthy. Uh, they've been staring at those big bobbers all year long. So if you go hopper and you drop something real tiny below it, uh, you're going to have some fun. So when you say stealthy, it's because those fish are weary from a lot of pressure yeah. on the river yeah, during they, the Yeah, they've been seeing right? a lot of guys like me just standing there ankle deep. Throwing big plastic balls stuff that, that float and splash <laughs> on the water. So a hopper has a little more of a, looks more like a bug. It's more of a light entry kind of fly mm -hmm. also. And then I'll maybe go down in your diameter size of your tippet because they might be leader and tippet shy, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm going pretty much, I'm starting at four and a half X, down to five and a half, and sometimes six if I feel like they really need it. Okay. Uh, and these days it's feeling like six, so yeah. it's been techie. It's been what are you techie. doing today? What do you have on, on tap? Uh, what I, I Going down to Walcott, I got one guy, seven well, years awesome. old, and we're going to have a blast. We're going to move around, we're going to fish pocket water, and we're going to smoke them. It's going to be fun. <laughs> so I love it. Um, and you're going to be doing this for a while, right? You also yeah. do something else. You work yeah. for Rare Waters, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been working for Rare Waters uh, for about a week now. Um, <laughs> a it's, week. It's, it's a pretty cool company. They, they get to, uh, if you consider consider them Airbnb for, for fly fishing, for people who want to seek out uh, private water. So, you know, yeah. say you were in the area and you wanted to uh, hop online and, and look for a place uh, that you didn't have to fight and, and elbow people out in public space. You just pay a rod fee and yeah. you get to go and fish on exactly. it. Exactly. Can you go without a guide, or do you have to have a guide? You can go without a guide, and that's the whole point. That's pretty neat, too. Yeah. So you get, you're busy between here and rare waters. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> if you want to go fish with Ben, Ben Gruner, yep. ben give Gruner. us a call at the shop, 970-827-9500. We'll get you on the water. We'll go to minternanglers.com. We're going to take a quick break, Ben. You cool with that? I'm cool. We come back. We're going to introduce you to... We're going to take another look at that peppermint clothing, the women's mountain bike clothing. We'll be right back on our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vale. Thanks for tuning in. You guys have a great day. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. 
You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Well, Archer and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi. I'm Ben Roof and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8 Vale or at TV8Vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavale.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Experience the beauty of fall on the rails of the Leadville Railroad. Take in the cool mountain breeze as you climb to 11,000 feet to watch the vibrant reds, oranges, and golds of fall come alive. Enjoy delicious hot beverages, learn some history, and relax with family and friends. Even your pets can enjoy a ride on the train. Offering daily trips, the weekend specials sell out fast. To secure your seat, book today at LeadvilleRailroad.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Uh, we're going to show you more about the peppermint clothing here in just a minute, but I wasn't quite done with that fly fishing report. I had a little more information I wanted to share. Actually, there's a lot of information, but, you know, Ben talked about fishing with a hopper with something small behind it. I'm going to show you right here kind of a, a pretty um, normal setup for this time of the year. So at the end of your leader, you'd have something like this tied on, which is a, called a chubby, and this is a variation of a hopper and it looks just like a little bug on the water but it also doubles as your strike indicator so behind that we run some tippet and your second fly which is going to sink in the bottom of the river this is a little um this is a soft tackle tungsten beaded pheasant tail probably a size 16 or an 18 okay so you have the hopper to the pheasant tail then below that pheasant tail you could even get a little more riggy 
and put something small like a, a variation of a little RS2. Now this is an olive RS2, there's a little hair on there, with a crystal wing. An RS2 is a type of a mayfly and there's a lot of mayflies around during the warmer months period and this time of the year, like Ben said, those fish are keying in on, on the tiny bugs. So that's a great way to go. And that RS2 could be black, it could be gray, or it could be olive. And just make sure your size on that last fly is 20 to 22. So keep that in mind. Uh, but we have all the bugs here. If you want some more fishing advice, swing by the shop in Minturn. All right, I did mention before, peppermint clothing. You saw the first segment earlier in the show. Peppermint's the, uh, the women-specific mountain bike clothing. Let's take a closer look and another look at what they have to offer with peppermint. Welcome back, everybody. It's an exciting Saturday morning with Annie DeWaters right here from Peppermint Line. It's an amazing line for women in the biking industry. And this is something that you can wear everywhere, not only when you're on the bike, but off the bike as well. We're going to show you these three beautiful ladies right now. And Annie's going to tell us what they're wearing. And the coolest thing is you can get this product at the local Kind place. Yep, Kind Bike and Ski in Edwards in the Riverwalk. Great. So that's a great local thing for everybody to get on over there to kind to see what these beautiful outfits look like on you. Let's go right now and see who do we have first. Okay, so first we have Ashley, and she's in our mountain bike collection, and she's in one of our top sellers through mountain bike overalls, which is what I'm wearing as well. This is a technical, water-resistant, breathable, quick-dry, um, amazing stretch, and just really cute slimming with soft micro stretch uh, overall straps, and then lots of side pockets, side zip, easy in and out, and great for on the bike. And then when you're off the bike, having your tacos or your <laughs> apres in the parking lot, or even if you're just kicking around town and you wanna wear something cute, it's cute as a casual look, or as a technical on the bike for mountain biking, or even on your gravel bike look. I mean, look how beautiful she is. So you're adorable. Oh, they're very slimming. They're, well, slimming is a great thing for anybody because we always like to look a little bit slimmer. Yeah. But, I mean, you're tiny anyway. That looks super comfortable, and I'm really excited. And just show everybody that great outfit. I'm super loving this. It's kind of I our magic it. unicorn. Now, the three colors that they come in are? So those come in black and then a olive spruce green and then the dahlia, which is a really pretty kind of purple uh blend that I'm wearing. I love it. And there's socks, there's bras, there's all the accessories that go with these outfits. Yep. All right, coming up next is so this lovely next, lady. Yeah, so next we have in the road bike collection, this is our signature collection. This is Kelly, and she's modeling the signature jersey with our signature bib, and she also has the matching socks. And if you want to unzip your Here, I'll hold this. You show everybody. Your, to show go the go show the camera. The there you go. Look at that. Yeah. Beautiful. So the beauty of these bibs is in the back, it's a mesh and it's a drop down. So you can actually get off the bike and in five minutes go to the bathroom. You don't have to take any of your jerseys or anything off. It just drops down, pull it back up, really? and you're ready to go on your bike again. Yeah, That's really easy and for the women. that is so significant for women when we're on our bikes oh, and sure. we cannot go to the bathroom as easily as the you men You have to do. make it quick. Yep. It's literally within five minutes and it's the easiest process. Um, I'm noticing, okay, the pockets are crazy because you have pockets all over the place yep. and they're hidden. Yes. But the... But it has like a padding. 
So, or is that just her butt? <laughs> it's a nice butt, but it looks like it has some cushioning in the pants. Yeah, so we are known for our chamois, and we have four specific chamois, depending on if you want to do a three-hour ride up to a nine-hour ride. And ergonomically oh. and anatomically, we design our chamois so that they rise up higher and they're longer and wider in the back so that your sit bones are protected, you have more cushion, the cushion doesn't break down as much, you have the breathability and wickability so that you don't get as many of the um, yeast infections and certain okay. medical issues that do happen with women's because we're different anatomically than sure. men. So we pride ourselves and have won many awards on the comfort and fit of our chamois. Well, I think that's amazing. And look at her figure. She just she's tall and gorgeous. And I just love the fact that you have a little extra cushion on the tushion. That oh, makes me happy. All right, that's the next? most important thing when you're riding is to have that comfort. Something about the seats that are not the greatest. Yes. Now, all right, look at this beauty right here, Celia. What are so we wearing? So Celia, who is our bad um, <laughs> enduro downhill pro rider. She is wearing uh, the mountain bike pants and the trail long sleeve jersey from our mountain bike collection. And these pants a lot of women wear also as their athleisure pants because you can look cute casually in yes. them as every day. Yeah. Or they're amazing and technical and high performance on the bike. No. So this is what she races in okay. a lot of times for her uniform. And they've got cinch and stretch on the uh, bottom of the leg so that your pant oh. isn't rotting up and getting caught in your chain. That's a really smart idea. And then there's side pockets yeah, that right here. Uh, Look at these, can hold guys. all anything that you need to hold while you're on the bike. And then behind you, at least pockets... Yeah, wow. so there's a back stretch, there's a lycra stretch with a hidden pocket on the back of the That's waist. That's great. As well as cinch adjustments. And then there's a back zippered hidden pocket on right. the back of the That's jerseys, which you'll see yeah. Yeah, in the road gravel or mountain bike collection. Now, how does this feel on your body as far as with the sleeves and everything? You're not hot because it's breathable, right? And it's comfortable and stretchy? No. So just shake your head. She's not wearing her mic anymore, so Basically. that was my mistake. So it is comfortable. Here, I'll stand up next to you. So it's comfortable and stretchy? Yes, it's very stretchy. And it's nice because I wear knee pads and hip pads sometimes. So I oh, can whoa. just adjust these for how tight I want them, mm -hmm. which is nice. Or how much you've eaten that day. <laughs> this is incredible. So this is great for women because we, sometimes we accordion back and forth. You look amazing. And I just, I love this line. I like the free form and the colors and like you said it makes us feel like girly girls but yet we can still be super great and we have a couple more things to show you what is going on over here i'm gonna so this is the otb collection which is off the bike and this is a really beautifully comfortable soft fleece that it's just casually worn so that when you want to be lounging around if you're at an event or for oh. your everyday, then you have something to wear with the brand that doesn't have to be on the bike. It's so cozy. I could oh, see very myself. Cozy. Even we live in Opry. Yeah. Seriously, you can wear some of this Opry stuff. Opry all so day. Yeah, Opry all day, everybody. <laughs> do we have anything else to show from the girls? Um, that is it for the collection today, but we do offer accessories. Yeah, come on in everybody and just yeah. sit around me. We can chat and look at you beauties and just really embrace this line. Come sit over here. This is just an absolutely gorgeous line of clothing and you can sit over here. So yeah, I am surrounded by amazing women that they get on their bikes, they do their thing, but then you get off your bike and you still look hot.
and you don't have to worry about changing and you can go to like I said like you said opera or after biking experiences even just go hang out at a happy hour with your friends I would take the helmets off before that but <laughs> aside from that I mean I never thought anybody can look adorable in a bike helmet until today. So look at these ladies. And I just love this line. Talk about the accessories and stuff like that that comes along with everything. Not obviously the sneakers, because I want to know where you got yours, both of you. So we do make uh, and match back to the kits the socks, look which everybody this. is wearing. Oh, my God. And then we also have sports bras. I have a bra on. Kelly has a bra, which is you can match back to the kit, or you can do a contrast color. I have a contrast color under mine. Um, we make padded underwear. We make what? padded short liners. Oh yeah, we have um, the water bottles in the back. We have scrunchies. We have tote bags. We have little booties. Um, the list goes on and on because it's just extensively for women. And as you know, as our closets always grow and we have take up more space in the closets and the rooms than our partners do that um, we need a lot of room for all the cute accessories <laughs> and kits that we want to wear right. and look good in. So. I can't believe they have matching socks and everything. This oh, yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um, these always flip me out. Okay, shoes that attach to your bike. What happens when the bike goes? Do you go with the bike or do they come off? <laughs> it's always made me scared to be a Oh, you can, you can probably ask Celia that question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. But I have to say, I am so grateful to have all you ladies here with me. Different groups, different people, different styles, but the same likeness. And that's what Peppermint is all about. And I'm really happy to have yeah. you here, Annie. Thank you so much for bringing this yeah, thank you. in. It's and, a special community of women. Oh, my goodness. Empowering and lifting up other women. That's what we're here. Being passionate and doing some of our favorite activities yeah. as biking or skiing, um, we do own another brand called Arage, which is our ski wear brand. Oh, um, nice, okay. Yeah, but we're just about boosting the confidence and empowering the women I love that. so that it's just a feel good, love good um, type of community as we're all riding and hanging out together. Well, you, I couldn't have said that better myself. This is a wonderful group of ladies, and I just thank all of you for being here today. I love you all so much. And Peppermint is the place to go if you want to get out there, get your gear for riding and looking styling at the same time. I'm Liz. It's Good Morning Vale on TV8, and we'll be right back. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavale.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Experience the beauty of fall on the rails of the Leadville Railroad. Take in the cool mountain breeze as you climb to 11,000 feet to watch the vibrant reds, oranges, and golds of fall come alive. Enjoy delicious hot beverages, learn some history, and relax with family and friends. Even your pets can enjoy a ride on the train. 
offering daily trips. The weekend specials sell out fast. To secure your seat, book today at LeadvilleRailroad.com. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Join me on Elizabeth Stanton's Great Big World. Find out where I'll be going next and which celebrities I'll be bringing along with me. I'll show you amazing destinations with lots to explore, and you'll get to know my celebrity guests the way they really are, up close and personal. We'll travel the world, experience new cultures, and together, try to make a difference. I'm Elizabeth Stanton, saying the world's a big place, and I'm going to show it to you. Alright everybody, now I don't know if you've seen ever seen the uh, the Covered Bridge magazine in the magazine stands around Eagle County, but Bobby and Kim do a great job with this particular publication. And they also come into the TV8 studios once in a while and they interview some amazing people as part of their video piece for Cover Bridge magazine. They had a chance to catch up with a local author recently. Let's take a look. Hello and welcome to Covered Bridge on TV8. I'm Kim Fuller, the co-founder of Jot Media Collective and editor-in-chief of Covered Bridge magazine. I'm Bobby LaRue, the other half of Jot Media Collective and the director of partnerships over at Covered Bridge magazine. And today we have the pleasure of sitting down with Sandy Ferguson Fuller, who did an amazing feature called Happy Trails for our upcoming issue. And like many of us, she's had the pleasure and joy of venturing to Piney River Ranch. And Sandy, um, yeah, like where did this kind of come from, the impetus of, of writing about Piney River Ranch and, and your experience with it? Well, the theme of your forthcoming covered bridge is journey. Mm -hmm. And there hasn't been a greater journey than um, my experiences really in the Vale Valley, um, starting from the very first year of Vale all the way to now. And uh, had children and needed to have a place where I could go put them in a tent and we could go fishing and go hiking and feel safe um, and not encounter a lot of people. And at that point in time, which was about the early 1990s, I would say, um, the three of us would, with our dog would go up to Piney Lake every summer. It was a tradition and we would camp a couple of years. One year it was in a blizzard and we were the only people there. But I've always felt very, very attached to the area, to Piney. And um, my current dog is named Piney after the lake. <laughs> um, right. I was very fortunate to camp with you um, when you were growing up. Yeah. 
And I was also very fortunate um, a couple of years ago to attend um, your wedding there. <laughs> so it's been throughout the years a very special place. Mm. So the cat's out of the bag. Um, <laughs> this is my mother-in-law and her mom. Yep. Right. It's been really fun to, to work with, with my mom um, in magazines. So you have a long history of publishing. We did a, a segment with you. You do a lot of book reviews for the magazines and a lot of long-form articles like this one, Happy Trails, as well as illustration. Right. So um, that's, it's been a joy. And I think this piece, you know, when, the, every, when we start to work on our magazines, we put out a theme and our writers come forward with, with some ideas and this was sort of like screaming from the rooftops for you. You're like, def you know, I just feel this <laughs> in my bones. Right. But what came out of the piece wasn't just a personal narrative or a first-person essay. It was a, a woven narrative of history and, you know, the, the history of your history there, the history of people visiting the lake for the first time and, you know, really through the years, starting in the 1800s. And I'd love to read an excerpt from this feature so I'll dive right in. So September, it's dawn, early 1800s. A mist blankets the alpine lake as warm water meets chilly air. Rainbow trout rise to paint surface ripples. From the willows, a bull moose slowly ventures out for breakfast, heavy head dipping low, then lifting, dripping with a mouthful of aquatic plants. An eagle spreads its shadow high across the landscape as the sun rises behind the Gore Range. Perhaps a solitary ute lingers, but otherwise no human is present to observe the beauty. Imagining Piney Lake in the early 1800s, what did you learn about that area and the lake from your research? Well, when I started to write the article, and one thing that's interesting about writing for magazines is that you have a, you're supposed to have a limited word count. <laughs> Yes. And I was not too far into the idea for the article until I realized this was much more of a story than I had ever imagined, um, just going way back. Ironically, there's very little written history about Piney Lake itself. Uh, Piney River Ranch is starting to collect more photographs, um, tidbits of information everywhere they can, but uh, it was scraping the barrel to find anything. So. My idea was to, take, to go chronologically, to go back as far as I could. Um, Mount Powell is the prominent mountain behind the lake and in the Gore Range. And John Wesley Powell was um, the famous explorer who discovered the Grand Canyon. Well, didn't discover, but pretty much discovered the Grand Canyon. And on his way, uh, climbed in the Gore Range um, in, at Long's Peak, uh, Pike's Peak. And so they ultimately named the mountain after him. So that was in the 1800s, mm -hmm. and I started um, there. And then um, fast forward, just took each kind of major segment of history, only gave it a paragraph. But when the, when the homesteaders came and the wildlife and how they had to change and the, the Native Americans, and then we had the, the railroads were there, and then we had development in Colorado, the Denver Water Board ended up buying the land from uh, private homesteading and then going from the 1960s when that was done all the way to the present and the current owners of the land and all of the, the, rail, the ups and downs, the roller coaster ride that people have had trying to 
walk that fine line of recreating the area and also preserving it um, for preserving the land for the wildlife, for the beauty of the land. And very fortunately, the current regime at Piney River Ranch, they're all on the same page. They're on the same page with the Colorado Parks and Wildlife, who we also brought in to talk to. Um, I was able to talk to one of the original wranglers um, who lives in Denver now. He's, he was fascinating, Bob Woods. And um, everybody who has a spot in their heart for Piney is actively um, trying to still maintain that preservation while opening up the area so that other people can enjoy it. Yeah, and I think those of you who have not read the article yet, well, I have, uh, the thread that you tied through to that, to anyone, it, it kind of when it passed hands throughout history, everyone seemed to understand the value of preserving this special place. I would have never had the opportunity to go there because I didn't show up to Colorado until 13 years ago, and I, I can't say how special it is just driving up to the lake. It's not rapid. You can't get there quickly. No, you There's can't. There's no way to get there fast. Um, it, there are many people there, but they take the time to journey up to Piney River Ranch. Right. And once you're up there, you've nailed it from the 90s when you were bringing your kids there. There's a feeling. There's yeah. something special about the area. And to read that in your article is really cool. So I'm excited for people to actually get to see this article when it comes out um, in our summer issue. I'm really excited for it, and um, I wanted to really thank, um, just publicly, um, the people who helped me with this article. Matt McKenna, who he, he's in New York, but he, he and his wife have a place in Walcott, and they're longtime uh, visitors to the valley, and um, he's really the, the main owner, along with some of his uh, business colleagues. And then Monique, who is the general manager, um, who also plans all the weddings, but she's got a, a plateful. But she has been wonderful um, in just providing information and, and, again, more color about the current direction that they're trying to establish at Piney. And then Devin Duvall was amazing with Colorado Parks and Wildlife. I mean, I learned so much from him about how they're working with the Forest Service and with Piney River Ranch. And it's just a combined effort to make sure that the land is preserved. And then I can't not mention um, my cowboy <laughs> in Denver. He was, he, we got, Monique put us together on the phone and he was just full of stories and is very excited to see the article. There's a, a picture of him in the, I, I think, in, that's going to appear in the article. We do also have an illustration from you in the back of the magazine. So our parting shot is that last look, that last feeling that um, is a nod to the theme and you had suggested something to do, you know, possibly with happy trails, and it really did make sense to walk away from, you know, the ranch or the lake and, and say, kind of see you next time, happy trails. What was, and that was Bob, there's a quote from him. Yes, um, he, I, I said, we'd love to have your words at the end of the magazine. So he came, he said, I don't know, <laughs> but he came up with them. And uh, apparently I'd never seen this. I, I don't know why. There's a trail, uh, a sign as you leave Piney River Ranch now. And it's, it says happy trails. That's mm. the sign that, uh, that I used in the illustration. And um, perfect for a journey. Um, yeah. So. So. Well, thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Mom, uh, for bringing me and my brother Scott up to Piney for so many years in the 90s when it, it actually was still kind of crowded at times um, then and now, you know, it continues to attract a lot of people because it's absolutely gorgeous. But 
Um, you know, I think echoing your sentiment to continue to preserve and respect, you know, the rules and um, boundaries of camping and just general use up there and to support the business that is the ranch and enjoy your time visiting. So thank you for writing the feature. Um, it's a wonderful addition to our issue, uh, journey issue of Covered Bridge. And um, we, we thank you for joining us for watching Covered Bridge on TV8. We'll see you next time. Happy trails. And exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Welcome to Street Magic. I'm Elizabeth Stanton with some of the most terrifying stunts, extraordinary extreme escapes, and the most amazing cutting edge magicians you'll ever see in one show. Get ready to have your mind turned inside out. The hand is definitely quicker than the eye. It's fake. <laughs> Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Eight-time Emmy-nominated Animal Rescue is a half-hour television series showcasing the heroic efforts of people helping animals. Join host and award-winning journalist Alex Payne and the Animal Rescue camera crew as they travel around the world, capturing dramatic rescues, rehabilitation, and relocation stories. For programming schedule, check your local listings today. Don't miss your favorite episodes of Animal Rescue. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. When people think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled outdoor activities. Park City, Utah, and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents. Feature your exceptional products and services in these two luxury communities. Advertise with Park City Television and TV8 Vail. Contact us today.
Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Welcome back to the Tuesday morning edition of Good Morning Vale. I'm your host, Kim Perot. We've got Mark Sassy out in the field showing us all things that are happening outside, out and about. We've got an exciting second half of the show today. We'll be having writer, director, and former skier Chris Anthony joining us here to talk about his award-winning documentary. And then in studio as well, the Colorado Sports Museum and Hall of Fame will be here as well. And then Colorful Cooking with Tracy because you always want to learn a new recipe as we head into the busy school season. So stay tuned. Hour 2 of Good Morning Vale starts now. Everybody, welcome back to hour number two of our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vale for September the 5th. We're starting to see a, a, a little bit of a warming down here in Minturn first thing this morning. We've got the sun making its way up and over the hillside there, down through Dow Junction. We're going to have a lot of sunshine today, but we won't see it in Minturn probably for another hour, maybe hour and a half. We're going to see temperatures midday all around Eagle County, especially for Vale. Say Vale, Minturn, Avon, Beaver Creek. Probably about 74 degrees for the high, so a little bit cooler than what we've been used to all summer, which is a, a well-needed break for for all of us and all the fish. It's going to be a nice day all around Eagle County for us. We'll see 49 to start first thing. We'll have a slight breeze out of the west-northwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And giving you a, a look at that hourly forecast, 60s by noontime, low 60s, so definitely a cooler day, 72 around 4 p.m., that high temperature of 74 coming our way, probably maybe 3, 3.30 in the afternoon. Denver temperatures today, 79 degrees. 74 for Vail, 74 for Avon, and 78 for the Eagle and Gypsum area with sunshine all for Eagle County today. High pressure all out to the west. 48 degrees tonight will be that low temperature. We'll have clear skies once again. Sun setting a little bit later once again as we make our way into, you know, late summer. For the five-day forecast, Wednesday we'll see a high of 80 degrees in Vail with sunny skies. For Thursday, 79 with bright sunshine. Friday, 80 degrees in Vail, and that'll be the first day of our Lion's Head edition of Oktoberfest 2023 for the Vail area. For Saturday, 80 degrees for the high temperature in Vail, mostly sunny skies. And partly cloudy on Sunday with a high of 77. So great week shaping up for us here in Eagle County, the first week of September. 
the first of the burr months, September, October, November, and December. And it was burr this morning at 34 degrees. We'll take a quick break from our Tuesday edition of the show. When we come back, we've got Tracy Miller of Colorful Cooking fixing up some shrimp. Take a look. We'll be right back. Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you like to share for Vail Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vail. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavail.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. America was built on a love for the outdoors. We are a nation of sportsmen, blessed with magnificent natural resources. With broad interests across water and field, we are united in our devotion to nature and conservation. Join us every week for the best shows celebrating the outdoor lifestyle. Outdoor America. Live free. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Welcome to Street Magic. I'm Elizabeth Stanton with some of the most terrifying stunts, extraordinary extreme escapes, and the most amazing cutting edge magicians you'll ever see in one show. Get ready to have your mind turned inside out. The hand is definitely quicker than the eye. It's safe. <laughs> Dogtales is America's premier dog lovers magazine show. This series is all about dogs and the people who love them. Featuring dogs of all sizes, shapes, and breeds, keeping you up to date with all the latest news from the dog world. Sit back and enjoy a fun program for the whole family. Check your local listings and tune in to Dogtales. All right, so I told you right before the break, we were going to uh, have Tracy Miller from Colorful Cooking in the kitchen cooking up some shrimp. Oh, she does a great job. She has her own little business called Colorful Cooking. And Tracy was one of our original, one of the OG co-hosts for Good Morning Veil vale back in the day. She does a great job. She's a great lady and one heck of a chef. Let's take a look at her shrimp recipe in the studio right now.
Welcome back to Colorful Cooking with Tracy Miller. I am Tracy. Thanks for joining us here today. We're talking all about shrimp, how healthy and how easy it is to cook. So I have a farm shrimp, I have a farm shrimp, and I have a wild caught shrimp. So when you're getting ready to cook it, you kind of want to pat it dry. People are always amazed when I tell them this, but like even if I have a piece of fish or something, I will just gently squeeze it after it thaws out when it's frozen to get some of that excess water because if you're going to put it in your pan and you're going to try to get a sear on it then you're not going to get rid of that excess water it's going to kind of fill up in your pan and boil your shrimp which is not what we are after so just pat it dry a little bit with uh, a paper towel real gently too you don't want to like manhandle that, those little tiny crustaceans it's not going to taste as good so real easy to peel you just pull the tail off flip it over, take the legs, and they should come off nice and easy. When you're working with the farmed fish, a lot of times they just have the tails on there, so you just pull those off really quickly. So season it generously with salt and pepper, and then a nice little ingredient that you can put on there, just a tiny, tiny bit of sugar. Why do we do that? It's just gonna bring out the natural sweetness of the shrimp. And when we put it in the pan, it's gonna help to caramelize a little. And literally, shrimp take about five minutes to cook. These are already pink shrimp, so we're not gonna see them change a color, but a lot of times when they're a grayish color when they start, they just turn pink right away. So here we are. We're gonna have those cook. I do have my salad started. This salad has cucumbers, sliced cucumbers, and peaches. If it's a really fresh peach, all you do is take a cut and go right around that. This is called the stone fruit. The seed is in the middle, and you should be able to turn it and open it up like that. That is the easiest way and the nicest way to, to open up a, a fresh peach. A lot of times the juice will be squeezing all out all over you, but not today because like I said, it's not quite as ripe as it should be. All right, we're just gonna slice these up really thin. Can you hear that shrimp cooking? It smells good already. Just a little bit of simple seasoning. I have, uh, I have my cucumbers, so I'm just gonna put my my peaches down. And as the shrimp are starting to cook, you'll see that their tails are turning a little bit, and then you just wanna flip them over. This is literally gonna take about one more minute. And the key to cooking any seafood and shrimp is don't overcook it. So right about this point, I'm actually just gonna turn the heat off and let them cook that side right now real easily. So turn the heat off. They're already kind of firm to the touch. They've got a little caramelization. They're looking good. And now let's make a vinaigrette. We're gonna go a little bit of olive oil. Equal parts, olive oil, orange juice. Orange juice is one of my favorite ingredients when I am making vinaigrettes because it's low in calorie. It gives it that nice flavor. And um, you know, it's juicy and has that citrus. So you can use that quite often. All right, we're gonna do a little bit of cinnamon. I'm actually gonna get this one out right now because I need a spoon for cinnamon because if you overdo it, you're gonna be in trouble. So we're gonna use about a teaspoon of cinnamon and almost a teaspoon of cumin. We're gonna go a little bit less on the cumin because it's so strong. We're gonna do those two right in there. And when you're working with dried herbs like this, you really want to let them sit in the juices for a little bit. So you wanna make this and then let it sit. Not for a long time, but you do wanna let it sit for a little bit. See, now shake it up. Brrr, okay, it's an interesting color. <laughs> 
and that cinnamon is going to be dry right now. So the longer we let it sit right here, and I don't mean like days or anything like that. I mean, you can just let it sit for like a half hour or so. The longer we let it sit, the better it's going to taste. So let me get this out of the way and bring our salad in. The shrimp is looking good. I am going to plate this up and put our vinaigrette on. When we come back, we'll show you the finished product here, and then we'll get going with our farm shrimp and make a delicious creamy shrimp salad. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Colorful Cooking with Tracy Miller. I am Tracy. Thanks for joining us here today. We're talking all about shrimp, how healthy and how easy it is to cook. We are just going to cut these into little pieces. Actually, a lot of times when I'm making this shrimp salad, I will put it in my food processor, but I didn't want to lug the food processor in here today. So we're just going to slice the shrimp up kind of nice and easy. If you put it in a little row, put them all together. My whole family's from Florida, so they actually have shrimp nets like right outside on their docks, and we eat the freshest shrimp you can possibly imagine. Mayport shrimp in Florida is delicious. Really, if you can get any shrimp from the um, Texas, the Gulf of Mexico, or Florida, you're going to be in pretty good shape with that flavor. And again, just don't overcook it, and you'll be tasting it and enjoying it. Okay, so here we go. We have our shrimp cut up into small pieces for the shrimp salad. And this one, ah, oh, sorry, I'm gonna add a few calories to this because it's gonna be nice and creamy. So I'm gonna do a little bit of a mixture of sour cream and mayonnaise. Now, I'm a huge mayonnaise fan. I love eggs, I love mayonnaise. But mayonnaise alone sometimes when you're making a salad like that, it's just a little too strong. So I like to mix mine with a little bit of sour cream. I actually do a half and half, 50% sour cream, 50% uh, mayonnaise. Tons of salt and pepper. Either use dill or use tarragon. And if you're ever cooking lobster, tarragon is really, really good. It has all these little like leaves like this. And all you do is pull the leaves right off of the stems. And then we're gonna chop them up. It's super easy, super fragrant. And it kind of has like a licorice type of flavor to it. So we're just gonna take those right off. Actually, I just do it that way. Take them off that way. You can really put any herbs you want in here. If you would prefer, you know, parsley or something like that, you can do that. Really making something that turns out to be in your recipe repertoire all the time. All right, super simple. Cut up cooked shrimp. We have tarragon, salt and pepper, uh, mayonnaise, and sour cream. We're just gonna kind of fold it all together and make ourselves this nice creamy salad. This is so good. I eat this just by itself and I do a lot of this with in like little individual cups and people love it. And you can either eat it by itself, you can eat it on a salad, you can eat it with crackers or crudite if you wanted to, or you can put it in a wrap and take it out on a picnic. One of the things though about wrapping up creamy dishes Mm, there's a little trick, especially if you want to take it out on your picnic. So right now, we're just going to put it on our, our bed of lettuce. This would be a nice little light lunch for you, with, packed with protein and vitamins and minerals. Nice and light and delicious with a little bit of creaminess. I'm going to put a little more salt and pepper right on there, especially pepper. And then 
When we return, I will show you how to wrap that in a tortilla. So if you want a sandwich, if you're going on a hike or something, hitting the lake or the river, we're going to wrap that. I'm going to give you a few tips on how to make those wraps still taste good and not get too soggy if you're going on a picnic. Welcome back to Colorful Cooking. I'm Tracy Miller. Thanks for joining us here today. We are talking about shrimp and we just made a shrimp salad with a creamy mayonnaise sour cream base and we used tarragon today, which is actually delicious. I was crying a little bit because I didn't have the dill that I usually like to use with my shrimp salad. Have to compromise when you're using fresh ingredients and that tarragon, mm, it tastes really good. So start with some lettuce and make sure your lettuce is dry. I, like I've been telling you, kind of all day here is dry things off because all of that moisture is going to make your wrap mushy and it's going to make your shrimp boil when you're putting it in the pan. So I have the shrimp salad here. I'm just going to put that down right on top and I'm going to take a little bit of the mayonnaise base and kind of make like a little bit of glue to seal it closed. I love making wraps. I don't know why. I just really like rolling things. <laughs> so take it like that. Pull it all out your way. Move your fingers around so that you know that like, you're, you're going to get a good bite on every sandwich. And then just roll that baby up. That, that glue right there is going to seal it closed. And then I like to cut it in half. And when I'm making wraps and I'm getting ready to go on a picnic or usually I'm getting ready to cater or go on a gig or something like that, what I do is I just put the wrap in the fridge uncovered until I'm ready to wrap it up. Because if you wrap it up in cellophane, what's gonna happen is it's gonna get all mushy. And since we have a creamy base, you want some mayonnaise on your sandwich, when you're making wraps, you wanna have a layer. You wanna have that lettuce layer to protect the mayonnaise on the inside and the wrap. Seems simple, but you can really kind of make a mushy sandwich if you're having it wrapped up for a little while. So we've got the two salads today for the shrimp salad with peaches and cucumbers, and that's in a cumin cinnamon vinaigrette. And then we will also have the recipe here for you with the shrimp salad, which I'm gonna say you're probably gonna like a lot. Thanks for joining me here on Colorful Cooking today. Eat shrimp, it's low in calories, high in protein, and really good for you. Hi, I'm Cece Zach, and I'm the host of Good Day Bail. And today on our show, we are thrilled to have a spotlight on a Bail Trailblazer. That individual is Marka Mosier. So please stay tuned and learn about everything we can do to be a trailblazer here in the Vail Valley. We'll see you soon. TV8 Vail is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Stop by for Good Morning Vale at 7 a.m. and stay all day for lifestyle favorites such as Good Day Vale, Daily Flash, Suki and Scott, and more. And you're sure to find the adventure you crave with back-to-back -back episodes of Scoreboard Nation and Outdoor America. Find us all day, every day on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92, on TV8Vale.com, and on all our social media platforms. There's more for you on Channel 92.
It's the fastest half hour in television. Toyota's Race Week takes you inside the high-speed world of NASCAR. Go behind the scenes for a look into the high adrenaline world of motorsports and hear from your favorite drivers as they discuss the drive to a championship. If you love NASCAR, you won't want to miss Toyota's Race Week. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Coming up this season on Ready, Set, Renovate, real homeowners tackle really big renos. Welcome to the ugliest house in the neighborhood. It's a wild ride from before to after. If we go to the tile store one more time, only one of us is coming out alive. <laughs> well, I didn't know he was going to do all that. Between the budget and the timeline, it's makeover madness. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. I'm your host, Kim Perel, and joining me today on the couch is former professional skier, filmmaker, and a much, uh, I guess, philanthropist and so much more, Chris Anthony today. So how are you, Chris? I'm doing great. Good morning. I'm very excited to have you here. Now, you are just so accomplished as an individual and so humble in what you do. And so we're here to talk about your film that you've you produced, you wrote, you filmed all <laughs> of the things yourself. So tell us more about it. Yeah, that's been the latest fun project is that I ended up producing a documentary mm -hmm. about the 10th Mountain Division, which of course was a division of the Army that was created during World War II, um, had a massive impact during World War II on the front lines in Italy. And then where a lot of people know them is when they return from World War II, the impact that they had on our outdoor industry, on our ski industry. So, you know, Vail was co-founded by 10th Mountain Division um, veterans. Yeah, so along with like 56 other ski areas. So the, uh, the story of the 10th Mountain Division was always something that was surrounding us here. Mm -hmm. And then I um, stumbled into a couple more detailed parts of their history while I've been guiding in Italy. Mm -hmm. And it was that that sent me down this sort of serendipitous uh, trail to track down this bit of history that we didn't really even have documented yet. And in that process of doing that, the only way that I could produce that film, which is called Mission Mount Mangart, mm -hmm. uh, was do it as underneath my foundation. So mm -hmm. I also have a foundation that a component of it is education for youth, okay. bringing, bringing interesting stories into the classroom and inspiring kids through entertainment. And uh, usually I used my segments that I used to do in my Warren Miller films mm -hmm. into the classroom. And now here was a great opportunity to bring the story of the 10th Mountain Division into the classroom and get into world history, Colorado history. 
And I guess the, the ball got rolling and I ended up producing an entire film under my foundation, which now I'm touring, raising money for the foundation, okay. along with anybody else that wants to partner with me. So the only way you can see the film is live and in person. Mm -hmm. So we're doing like one up here, October 13th okay. at the Vail Mountain School, and that will raise money for our Colorado, our Colorado Ski Snow Sports uh, Museum, which is in Vail. And um, so basically 100% of those proceeds are going to go back to the museum. Okay. And um, I'm, I'm on the board there, and it's something that I wanted to do to give back to them. I'm doing one this Friday in Denver in partnership with the Rocky Mountain Ski Patrol. Okay. Part of their big annual conference. And then I've done uh, some that are private dinner parties. I'm doing a private one for a real estate group in a couple weeks in Denver. And we're doing one for the YPO group at Chasing Rabbits, December 2nd, and so et cetera, et cetera. The yeah. film is going everywhere. Now, yes. Mission Mount Mangart is yes. the title of the film. So what inspired you to become a filmmaker? Because you are a professional skier. You've <laughs> yeah. been skiing all of your life. You teach people how to ski. And um, yeah. just tell me a little bit more about that. The, I, um, I fell into the whole thing backwards. So I was actually guiding a group or several groups in Europe mm -hmm. on the border. It's the northeastern corner of Italy. And um, a retired general of the Slovenian mountain troops found out that I come to that part of Italy all the time. That guy, that same retired general, had at one point come to a mountain, a, a, a convention here in Colorado of mountain troops. Mm -hmm. And part of their tour they stopped in the museum in Vail and of course he was infatuated with the exhibit on the 10th Mountain Division and he watched the movie Climb the Glory that I'm part of that we did with Warren Miller Entertainment and the museum as a partnership. Okay. So this is a lot of information to try to keep it together. He, he watched, he sat in there in the museum, watched the film. He also went through the museum and not only was he intrigued by all of it, but he noticed there was a few things missing in the 10th Mountain Division history, specifically when they ended up on the Yugoslavian border, right, uh, basically at the end of the war. Mm -hmm. And so that was missing, but he also went back home to Slovenia, somehow remembering me. Okay. And then a few years later for him, he found out that I come to literally 20 miles within his house in okay. Italy, and he drove over and dropped off this missing information at the hotel that I stay at, which I ended up getting a year later. And then I brought that back thinking somebody needs to tell this story and nobody wanted to pick up on it. So <laughs> I started going down the rabbit hole myself. And I guess you could say with all the years that I've been skiing and filming with the Warren Miller team and other things that I've done, um, I kind of just relied on all that knowledge of and pulled the whole thing together by myself. Mm -hmm. Nobody else wanted to do it, so I did it. So that's how I ended up falling into this. It wasn't like I woke up one morning and said, I'm going to be a filmmaker. <laughs> well, it's such yeah. an interesting story because you 
don't necessarily think of skiers as somebody that is part of the army and that can do something exactly. like that they do. And so it's such an interesting story. So you wrote the film, you directed it, yes. you edited it, and now you're distributing it and raising money for your nonprofit, but also to support the film. So yep. talk to me about the challenges of making the film. Yeah, there, so there was, of course, so many challenges. Of course, the biggest one's raising money, mm -hmm. you know. And so since I did it under the umbrella of my nonprofit, it is owned by my youth project mm -hmm. as educational programming. Because the, the idea is that this is going to go into classrooms, into museums and everything, and it's there for history purposes, education. And so I raised money through donations. So technically, the film is a not-for-profit film that that ra only raises money. I'm not making any money off of it. And all the money comes back to the youth project. So it was a little bit easier to go around and tell people that, um, hey, do you want to donate to this process? Once I got there, of course, the funds were really low, mm -hmm. but uh, even the people that were willing to uh, work with me on the film were became more um, passionate about the project because it wasn't like some guy trying to make a profit. It, it became a passion project for everybody involved. So. A lot of people volunteered their profession and their time to help me get through this. Mm -hmm. And then, then it's been just this, it started off as this very serendipitous journey. Um, even like the you know, local Michaela Schifrin's in the film because I stumbled into her one fourth of July and I told her about this woman that I found out about that played a role in the 10th Mountain Division history. And Michaela was like very intrigued by this, that this lady had such an impact that I was like, do you want to tell her story in the film or at least bring her to life? And Michaela was like, sure, I'll do that. So, you know, here I have the number one ski racer in the world that was willing to basically take time out of her day, mm -hmm. memorize a script and come in and tell the story. But that's the passion that's behind this. And um, so that's the way the whole thing's gone, all the way to the poster, um, the, even the music, there's four original scores that are in the film because wow. I couldn't afford to buy music. Mm -hmm. And so I had to produce it on my own. And I worked with a composer out of New York City that I never even met in person until my world premiere. Wow. We just did it, you know, online. And, um, and then, then the journey has been unbelievable. I mean, so I've been in a couple ministries of defense. I've been in Tenedo twice. I'm now inducted in the United States Army Hall of Fame because of the film. Um, the, I've been to the uh, to the Supreme Court. I've been to multiple em embassies. Wow! I've met you know. It kind of helped also push forward. Uh, make uh, Camp Hale became a national monument last year, and that was what really kind of helped. That was when I was in Washington D.C. showing the film in the Slovenian embassy. Uh, Senator Bennett sent his team to see the film, which helped get it some, some energy going back to the White House, which became an, eventually an executive order to create a national monument. I mean, they've been trying to work on this for a long time. They were trying to make it a historic site and mm -hmm. everything. But this, the journey of this film has been amazing. And uh, I'm sort of going down another rabbit hole with a sequel to it because... The catalyst for this film was when the 10th Mountain Division ended up 
on the Yugoslavian border mm -hmm. between May and July 1945, but as it they had a ski race while they were there, June 3rd, 1945. But as it turns out now, they had another ski race in Austria three weeks later. And uh, I've now stumbled across all the results from that mm -hmm. race, as well as while I was in Austria a few weeks ago, um, you know, I saw the result sheet. I saw second place in the combined in the result sheet was a guy by the name of Steve Knowlton, who's also in our Hall of Fame here in the museum. And I reached out to his daughter mm -hmm. via email, who lives in Aspen. I said, did your dad by chance leave any records behind of this ski race? And, yeah. and she, like a few days later, sent me back all these photos and all this stuff, his journals and everything. I'm like, oh my gosh. Sounds like you've got, I got you've another got project stuff for the next project. So yeah. tell us one more time where we can go okay. see this film because it's only live in person. Yep. So tell us where we'll go here locally and then yep. you've got a few other tour dates and where we can find more information. So first of all, go to chrisanthony.com and, uh, you know, in the, in the bar there, look for Mission Mount Mangart and you can figure out, you can reach out to me, mm -hmm. chris at chrisanthony.com. How can I bring the film to my community okay. as a partnership and raising money for whatever it is you want to raise for. But right now on the schedule, I have this Friday, September 8th in Denver with, we're doing it at the Omni Hotel with the National Ski or the Rocky Mountain National Ski Patrol. Okay. And then uh, the next one will be October 13th at the Vail Mountain School, which will be a fundraiser for the Snow Sports Museum in Vail. And then I got a couple private shows and then a big, big public one will be in Pueblo on Veterans Day. Wonderful. Um, that's being sponsored by T-Mobile. Okay. So there, it's the Veterans Day parade there. And then that evening they're going to do the film. And that, that one's going to fit like 1,800 people. Awesome. So, so that'll be great. Lots of opportunity yeah. to see the film. Well, Chris, I yeah. love that you founded this project. It's Mission Mount Mangart is yes. the name of the documentary. It's an international award-winning film, so definitely yeah. exciting. So make sure that you get out there to see this next film. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to have you here and all the work that you're doing through your youth initiative and also with the promotion of this film. Thank you. Absolutely. Now stay tuned. We've got Colorado Snow Sports Museum here in studio as well to talk about all things that they have happening over there. So we'll be right back after this break. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. 
That's the power of the immersion theater. All right, buddy, welcome back now. Here's a look at your weather report for Tuesday, September the 5th. Sun has made its way up and over the hillside here in Lion's Rock, Lion's Head Rock here in Minturn. Uh, we've got sun on the river. Day is starting to warm up nicely. We are going to see, we'll see temperatures in this area today about 74 degrees. That will be the high temperature. As we look at that hourly forecast, we'll see 49, obviously first in this morning, Upper 50s, low 60s around noontime. Our warmest time of the day, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon with about 74 degrees. Then cooling down to about 65 at 8 o'clock tonight. And we're going to have clear skies for, for all day long around Eagle County, really for the rest of the week. Denver temperature is about 79 degrees in sunshine. 74 for that high temperature in Vail. 74 for the high temperature in Avon. And then Eagle, a little bit warmer, a little closer to 80 degrees with a high of 78 Tonight we'll see clear skies with a low of about 48 degrees around the Vail area. Then jumping ahead to that five day, temperatures hovering in the upper 70s. We'll see 80 degrees for Wednesday and sunny skies, sunny and 79 for Thursday in Vail. 80 degrees with sunshine on Friday for Vail, 80 on Saturday, mostly sunny skies, and then 77 for Sunday with partly cloudy skies. So. Uh, Feels like the first week of September, temperature-wise. This is uh, traditionally how it would be. And we're starting to see, like we talked to Ben Gruner a bit ago, one of the fishing guides here at Minturn. Uh, cooler nights, water temps dropping a little bit, a little bit better for the fish. Uh, I want to give you a little more fly fishing information now before we move on to our next segment. So, you know, being a fly shop, being a retail fly shop, um, we stock a lot of flies in the shop. And we, we go through about 60,000 flies over the course of a busy summer. And um, as a retailer, typically in the fly fishing industry, we place all of our orders for everything that we get in the fall for the following year. So we have to uh, typically used to have to come up with, you know, a lot of money to purchase a lot of flies in pre-season orders to make sure that we have our fly bins stocked throughout the summertime. And then at the end of the year, we have to go through and do a full store inventory, and we have to count all of those flies. Well, a good friend of mine, Brandon Hill, um, he owns a business called Element Flies, and he bought the business from his dad. It used to be called Hill's Discount Flies. And Brandon's business is a very unique, I'd say one-of-a-kind model, where basically he supplies the flies, and they are all on consignment. So um, every couple of weeks in the summertime, He'll go into all of the retailers that he works with around the country, and he and his team will do a quick inventory on the flies and restock the ones that are getting low, change out the ones that don't seem to be working great, and then always kind of introducing new patterns and new styles and new sizes and new materials and new hooks. So it's a pretty neat way to stay in control of your fly inventory because it's such a big piece of what the fly shop has to offer, and it's such a big piece of really being able to present to the consumers, you know, the largest options for the fish to feed on. You can see Brandon over my shoulder over there. There's Brandon. There he is. Brandon Hill, Element Flies. Go to elementflies.com if you want to find out the process. It's a pretty neat deal. Uh, he does a great job, very conscientious. He's one heck of a fisherman. And uh, 
Just a funny dude all together. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to introduce you to Ashley. She's with the uh, Colorado Snow Sports and the Hall of Fame, and they just had the uh, inductees about a week and a half ago at the Gerald R. Ford Amphitheater. We'll be right back. For fun and adventure, join me on Elizabeth Stanton's Great Big World. Find out where I'll be going next and which celebrities I'll be bringing along with me. I'll show you amazing destinations with lots to explore, and you'll get to know my celebrity guests the way they really are, up close and personal. We'll travel the world, experience new cultures, and together, try to make a difference. I'm Elizabeth Stanton, saying the world's a big place, and I'm going to show it to you. Here at Sun & Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. If trail running, hiking, or trips to lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun & Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today, or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash co. Hi there! Are you ready to explore famous neighborhoods from New York City to Kentucky? Watch The Neighborhood with host Nicole Newman. Featuring famous people, unique history, and delicious places to eat and drink. Our viewers get an inside personal look at each neighborhood. With each episode we learn, grow, laugh, and live like a local, not just a visitor. Welcome to The Neighborhood. Check your local program schedule and tune in. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now joining me on the couch today is the event coordinator and museum host of Colorado Snow Sports Museum and Hall of Fame, Ashley Carter. Ashley, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks uh, for having me here. So excited <laughs> to have you here. Now, the previous guest we just had, Chris mm -hmm. Anthony, was talking about his ski documentary, yep. but I love that because it's 
in honor of and supported by by you all at the Absolutely. Snow Sports Museum. So tell me a little bit about the Snow Sports Museum and the history of yeah. it. Yeah, so the Colorado Snow Sports Museum has actually been around since 1976 here okay. in Vail Valley. Um, but a lot of people don't know about it. A lot of people think we're the Vail Museum or the 10th Mountain Museum, and we are so much more than that. We have a fantastic 10th Mountain exhibit and a wonderful Vail exhibit. But we also have Skiing Through Time, a Hall of Fame that includes over 250 Hall of Fame members. Um, we just had our induction this past Sunday um, on the 27th, and we got to induct five new people into that, um, which they're all in that exhibit. We also have ski fashion. We have the evolution of snowboarding and a lot of super cool things in there. And a gift shop as well. We have a wonderful <laughs> gift shop. We are told every day it is the gift, best gift shop in town. Um, and it, we're a non-for-profit, so the gift shop just supports us, keeps the museum going because we are a free admission. Okay. I just tell people it costs them as much time as they want to spend. Awesome. So there's so much in what mm -hmm. you just said that I'd love to dive into. So yeah. let's talk about the, the um, Hall of Fame induction. Mm -hmm. So who is part of that? Are they all athletes? Is it a variety of people? It's a variety. We have different categories. So it's actually not just athletes. We have an inspiration category, sport building, um, the athletes, all of those things, pioneers, that's a category as well. Um, and we have a digitized screen in the Hall of Fame exhibit. So you can actually look through and you can look up by category or by name and you can see everyone that's in there and why they are a part of our Hall of Fame. And this is people all across the state of Colorado. Yeah, and yeah. it's all for Colorado. Um, a lot of people come in and say, oh, why didn't you have Sean White or that? Well, we are a Colorado Snow Sports Museum. So it's everyone that is from Colorado or that moved here and influenced the Colorado snow sports world. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned you can go in and there's mm -hmm. so much like there's interactive exhibits and yeah. you mentioned that there is a, a table that shows you all of the different ski resorts in Colorado. So yeah. talk to me about that. So it's basically a giant computer and you can pop on there and there's a map of the state and it's got all the resorts. So you can learn about anything that's existing now. And we also have something on there for the lost resorts. Um, a lot of people don't know there's resorts that used to be here that no longer exist, and whatever information we have on them is right there on the board. It's going to have photos, it has old maps, it has videos if we have videos available. Um, you could spend hours on that table learning everything. Awesome. <laughs> so, Vail. Mm -hmm. We have a big exhibit on Vail, but there are also walking tours that give you a little bit more of the history. So, give right. me all the details and what can we learn about that? <laughs> yeah, so currently every Tuesday and Thursday at 11 a.m., we host a Vail history walking tour. So it actually doesn't stay in the museum. It starts in the museum just a little bit, and then our tour guide will take you around Vail Village. It's about an hour, an hour and 15 in time. $10 a person. Kids are free. Um, and, and he's going to tell you about from before anything was here, when it was ranching families, all the way up until what Vail has become. Um, you're going to hear stories that you've never heard. We have locals that go on this tour, and they're like, wow, I learned so much. Because people just come in and they think they know the town, but what has changed from when Vail was established mm -hmm. um, is amazing, and, and the things you get to learn from that. So, yeah, that's great. So, talk to me about the Tenth Mountain Division mm -hmm. um, exhibit, and then obviously we've got Chris Anthony's film that yep. will be um, supported and, and shown as well. Absolutely. So, the Tenth Mountain exhibit—they're um, an army unit, right? People wonder why do we have an army division unit. Um, displayed in a snow sports museum. They are the foundation of Colorado snow sports. Um, people don't realize when they came back from the war, they contributed to 62 resorts wow. after World War II. Um, the founder of Vail is in the 10th Mountain. That's why you'll see all these things around here. Um, the co-founder of Nike was in it. All of this stuff. We actually show a 45-minute documentary, not Chris's. Um, we will be partnering and showing that at Vail Mountain School, but we play Climb to Glory. 
It's a partnership between Warren Miller Films and the museum. Okay. And it's 45 minutes, tells you all about the 10th Mountain, a little bit of how Vail got started as well. And I highly recommend. We play it every day on loop. Mm -hmm. um, if no one's in the theater, we'll start it over for you. So it's got to check it out. It's no, it, absolutely worth watching. Is, is that a, a free, um, free, free viewing as well? Totally free. We think everyone that buys a ski ticket should have to watch that documentary <laughs> to understand the roots of, of, of the 10th Mountain. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's great. So you're right now, tell me about the operating hours. What kind of events are you doing You know, as we head into fall season? We're heading into that shoulder season right. a little bit, but what do you have planned for the fall and for the winter? Yeah, so currently we're open every day, 10 to 6. Um, we'll probably keep those hours usually after the holidays. We open at like 11 so we can go ski before work <laughs> um, because we also love skiing. <laughs> uh -huh. But we don't have too many events coming up right now. I think uh, next weekend, the 16th, we're actually hosting a tasting with um, the Abbey Dog Bourbon. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to bring in some of the like ski rescue dogs as well. Uh, that'll be open to the public in the afternoon. And then, yeah, the walking tours will be happening. And then Mission Mountain Manguard at Vail Mountain School. Thanks to Chris Anthony, the way he's teaming up with us, it's going to benefit the museum. There's a fundraiser for the museum. Um, and those tickets are only $20. They're already on sale online. Um, we will be doing something for Jimmy Huga's birthday as well. He's in our Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's around the middle of... September, October, I forget the dates. Okay. But if you follow us on social media or check our website, um, you can find all of those events. And then we do private events as well. If people don't know, you can rent out the museum for private cocktail parties or anything like that. And you do fun things like a, mm -hmm. a silent disco. Yep, Tell I did me a silent that. disco in April. <laughs> um, it was fantastic, super fun. We had a blast. Um, we're trying to bring those elements of that fun back to Vail. Um, and we will do another one. We don't have a date yet, but we're kind of thinking early season. Um, just to kind of celebrate kicking that off. And uh, so keep an eye out because I totally want to do it again. And we will probably bring back our once a week yoga classes as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Now, especially because we have so many pop-ups in the summertime mm -hmm. that are outdoors. But as we move into the colder, yep. colder months, you know, people like to be warmed and stretched out and absolutely you know, a cool space to do it is awesome it's a super cool space i mean it's it's not skiing but it's taking care of your body to ski better right and uh -huh. it's, it's getting you pumped people will come in do yoga and then go ski for the day right because we're perfectly right there in the transportation center located right there at the mountain so it's do an it. easy spot to come into do a gear gear change and then head right out absolutely you can bring your <laughs> gear with you we'll let you change there no problem <laughs> yeah uh, so how did you get involved with with the museum you know i um jen mason is our current director and i met her before i knew her we spent time together and and when i wanted to live here year round i was going between estes park and here I said i got to figure out what i'm doing and she said Come on in, come to the team. That's great. And I said, okay, joined in, and I love it. I absolutely love our team. I love our group. I love what we do there, and we see anyone and everyone that comes in there. That's wonderful. So, were you a history buff before you started working there, or now do you feel no, like you really are into I, it? <laughs> I, I will say that I just I love learning, yeah. <laughs> as yeah. nerdy as that sounds. And um, no, I'm just super intrigued by it. So once I got there, and then. I'll be honest, I, I didn't know what it was going to be when I got there and started learning. Mm -hmm. I have not even learned everything in the museum. Mm -hmm. There's, we hear story after story, um, and I just love it. I, so much so that now I, I actually help host trivia at Two Arrows Coffee every other week um, because I love the history. I love sharing that stuff. So, no, it's, it's definitely sparked it a little more, I would say. That's so That's we, are, we are there to inspire by sharing stories, and it's inspired me. So... People need to come check it out. Now, everyone that works there, do they each ha do you each have your own, um, your favorite display? And, and if you could give one recommendation, mm. what would be yours? You know, I'm sure that everyone does. 
as much as I love the 10th exhibit for the history of it, I love our ski fashion video. It's a hundred years of ski fashion from 1915 to 2015. And it just highlights all, it's just so fun. You watch it and you see how everything changes. Um, and people, I like to watch people watch it and the, you can see when they really got into skiing by what hits them of like, oh, I had that outfit. I remember wearing that. Uh -huh. um, it's just super fun. It's fun to show. It, it actually, if you pay attention, shows you the difference of gear as well because they're always holding skis and boots and it shows you the fashion and how the gear changed as well. I think that mm -hmm. I, I probably <laughs> will be loving yes. that video. So I cannot wait to go check it out. Absolutely. Now, also, you have a gift shop. And so mm -hmm. the, all the proceeds from the gift shop mm -hmm. um, go solely to support the museum. Yep. Tell us a little bit about it. Oh, yeah. we have so many great things. Of course, we've got little souvenir things here and there, but we have, you can get customized trail signs. Um, we have ones that are all the trails of Vale, so you can get like a mini trail sign of your favorite run like Riva Ridge in mm -hmm. honor of the 10th Mountain. Mm -hmm. um, we've got great little, like, I don't even know what to tell you. It's so many things. Realtors come in for closing gifts. We've got lovely, like, kitchen items. We've got love pillows. We have a new um, base layer from Crimson Clover that was designed just for us that has a nod to the 10th mountain on there. So a little bit of everything, I That's think. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So whether you want a big gift or something mm -hmm. small, just to remember, to remember your trip, it's a great, great opportunity. Well, Ashley, tell us where we can go for more information. Um, you can go to our website. It's just going to be snowsportsmuseum.org. Um, we also have an Instagram. I think it's Colorado Snowsports on Instagram, everything's there. We have a Facebook, TikTok, all the things. Um, and then you can just also stop on by. We're on level P3 of the Transportation Center in Vail. Awesome. Well, I know, I think anybody should come by and say hello to you. Your energy is infectious and you definitely can see the passion that you have for Colorado Snow Sports. So thank you for telling us all about the museum Absolutely. and the Hall of Fame and really exciting stuff that you have going on there. I think so. Thanks yes. for having me. Absolutely. Now stay tuned. We're coming up on the end of our Tuesday morning edition of Good Morning Vail. We'll be right back after this. TV8 Vail is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Stop by for Good Morning Vail at 7 a.m. and stay all day for lifestyle favorites such as Good Day Vail, Daily Flash, Suki and Scott, and more. And you're sure to find the adventure you crave with back-to-back -back episodes of Scoreboard Nation and Outdoor America. Find us all day, every day on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92, on TV8Vail.com, and on all our social media platforms. There's more for you on Channel 92. Here at Sun and Ski Sports, we are all about having the best summer adventures. Our full-service bike shop is here to help you get back on the saddle with services ranging from simple tire changes, full bike overhauls, and rentals. 
If trail running, hiking, or trips to the lake are your thing, our expert staff will fit you in the best performing footwear or clothing. And don't forget about a relaxing day on the water with our stand-up paddleboard rentals. Call Sun and Ski Sports in Avon or Dillon today or learn more at sunandski.com forward slash CO. Everybody, that's going to be a wrap for our Tuesday edition of Good Morning Vale. Uh, we do have bright sunny skies now here in Minturn. A few clouds off towards the south, but looks pretty nice around here. Your weather for the day, we're going to see temps pretty mild, 74 for a high in Vail, uh, with a slight breeze out of the west, northwest at about 5 to 10 miles per hour. Uh, jumping ahead for that five-day, uh, your hourly forecast, you can see we'll be in the 60s for a good part of the day. We'll hit 70 degrees probably around 3 o'clock, and then it'll cool down once that sun drops as our sun is setting earlier in the day now. Denver temperatures today, 79, 74 for Vail, 74 for Avon, and 78 for Eagle and Gypsum, and sunny skies all for Colorado today, all out to the west. It's going to be nice. Uh, we'll see 48 for a low tonight, clear skies, and then temperatures for the rest of the week in the uh, upper 70s and low 80s. All right, so that's a look at your weather forecast. Uh, I'm glad you tuned in today, and uh, we're going to take it back to the studio now. Have a great day, everybody. Kim, we'll talk to you all soon. Kim, back to you in the studio. Thanks so much, Mark. We always love working with you out in the field and for giving us all of those exciting weather updates and much more out there. Now, it was a really interesting show today. We had the Colorado Snow Sports Museum and Hall of Fame joining us here. We talked to Chris Anthony, filmmaker of Mission Mount Mangart and the 10th Mountain Division, all the exciting things that they did, as well as Peppermint. We love the idea of a female-inspired uh, mountain biking and cycling uh, brand, so always really great to see all of the different things that are out there. And then Colorful Cooking with Tracy. Love the idea of a delicious shrimp recipe if you're looking for good things to eat. Now we have a quite an exciting week as we head into this first full week of September. Hard to believe that we're heading into our beautiful fall season. Make sure you pay attention to all of the fun Oktoberfest happenings that are coming up here in Vail as well as all the different activities and things to enjoy the beautiful fall foliage as we are quickly falling into that season. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm your host, Kimberly Perot. We'll see you tomorrow on Good Morning Vale. Good morning, Vail. See what lies in store for you.